This is Minutia Minutia Men Men. with Rick and Dave. So yesterday we met my sister and her family at Portillo's. Right here. It was in Skokie. Okay. You can't go wrong with a Portillo's. No, you cannot. Right. And for anybody at Portillo's that might be listening. Yeah. (laughs) We are not opposed to some gift certificates, okay? That's a good point. Is there payable... Is there payola problems in I podcasting? Don't so. I don't think Come so. Come on. Yeah, there's no rules. Show me the Italian beef yeah. here, buddy. <laughs> uh, and anyway, so we go to Portillo's, and we had two cars, because Michelle and... This is going to be a 30-minute story, okay, by great. the way. Yeah. So anyways, Michelle and Aaron went golfing, and then I took Julia and Lila to Portillo's. We all met there, so we had two cars. And then I had to go to the dispensary to get our, my night my nighttime yeah. gummies uh-huh. so mm-hmm. I can go to sleep like a little baby. Right. And so Lila said, I'm going to come with you, not to the dispensary, but I'll drop her off at Old Orchard and then I'll just go to the dispensary. Yeah. So I go to the dispensary, <laughs> get my pot, uh-huh. drive home, forgetting oh my God. that Lila was at Old Orchard. And I get home and she calls me right. She goes, where are you? And I'm like, well, what are you talking I'm like, ah. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh my God. That's terrible. <laughs> uh, when I'm thinking... Maybe the whole marijuana thing isn't working out for me after all, you know? That's terrible. Yeah, totally just completely forgot. You know, I found a notebook this mm-hmm. past week. Uh, I saw it on Facebook, yeah. It has like, uh, you know, little notes like, you know. Pick up Johnny from orchestra or yes, whatever. Yeah, yes, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. Some Sign up for summer quest, whatever that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these things, it really uh, made me, you know, long for the days. Right. Uh, uh, until I think about things like this, because every time I dropped off Sean into practice or something, I thought to myself, "Don't forget to pick him up. Don't forget to pick him up. Don't forget to pick him up." Right, right. <laughs> just, uh, well, just not that good at this. Well, sort of I thing. well, and we are. I was going to say pushing sixty. I'm pushing sixty. I am. You pushed past. Yes. 60. Okay. It's time for the show. The following is a Tony Lasano podcast. An OPI production on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. This is Minutia Man with Rick and Dave. And as soon as I picked up Lila, yeah. she goes, is this going to be on the podcast? And I'm like, <laughs> I didn't think of that, but I'm like, you know, <laughs> well, fill, filling 24 minutes every week is not easy. As it turns out, <laughs> it is on the podcast this week. Hey, we got a hell of a show. We better get cooking. Okay. All right. Um, th- you're not a big insect fan i'm not no you know you're no are you kind of like do you eek like lucy in the no, peanuts no, when you I'm say not I, I'm, you're not an eeker no well no. here's the story i don't mind killing them oh yeah that's the german in you it is bit. the german in me yeah um well this story um may you know may be disconcerting to you spider capable of causing permanent erections shuts down entire super permanent erections. permanent erections uh an austrian <laughs> to your Austria. <laughs> Und was ist this? Ein Stolzer Gockel? Is that spider? Uh, no, that's a uh, proud uh, penis uh, boner. Oh, is it? Stolzer Gockel. Say, yeah, say the spider caused my erection in, in Germany. Um, oh my God, what? how do you say spider? It's gone. I don't know. Well, an Austrian supermarket has been temporarily shut down after one of the world's most dangerous spiders, a Brazilian wandering spider, and clearly he was wandering far away from Brazil, (laughs) was discovered in a box of bananas. Uh A bizarre side effect of this spider's bites is its ability ability, (coughs) to cause... 
painful hours long erections. Gee the whiz. Imp- the impact is so dramatic that some scientists have studied the arachnid as part of research for impotence treatments like Viagra. Okay. So there's something in this guy's venom yeah. that makes, you know, Mr. Happy really happy. Super duper happy. Uh, the erection is a side effect that every everybody who gets stung by the spider Spinne. Will, oh, is that spider? Spinne. Yeah. Did you just go to Google? I just looked it up, yeah. Um, so everybody evidently, according to Romulo Liti. It would be D Spinne for those of you who are making sure you get the correct article and not Der Spinne. Not das spinne. So that's masculine. D spinne. No, that's feminine. Oh, dare is what is dare is masculine. Okay. D is feminine. Das is neutral. I still never understood how can a table be a male or whatever. Exactly. Those chirbits. They have rules for everything. Anyways, according to Ramulo Liti, um, that everybody who gets bit by the spider gets an erection. Okay. Really? I think he's talking about men, but I don't know. I guess it's a hundred percent. And <laughs> that is such a weird side effect. <laughs> and it, what, how the heck does that happen? Right, I don't know. In addition to causing erections, you can also get uh, high blood pressure and dizziness and you know blood clot. I mean, don't get okay, don't get bit yeah. by Mister. Don't uh, do it just uh, just for the boner. So when the local sheriff Peter Johnson addressed the press about <laughs> the situation, Peter. Johnson. Okay, so you're right. I'm sorry. <laughs> when the local sheriff Peter und Johnson. <laughs> Address the press about the situation. He recounted that customers were scared stiff. Okay. <laughs> Nobody wanted to excite it or rub it the wrong way, lest things uh-huh. blow up in their uh-huh. faces. Uh-huh. Fortunately, the store manager was hard and firm and closed the store. Okay. okay. Heart, heart and firm. Uh, no, so here's a picture of the spider. Yeah. What do you think? I don't think he's particularly attractive. No. To be honest with you. No. Might have a nice personality. Yeah. But doesn't he doesn't, doesn't really, really do, do it, it for you? Don't do anything. Uh, and I mentioned this before. If I ever get a four-hour erection, mm-hmm. my doctor is the lowest person on the list of people I'm calling. <laughs> You're calling everybody? You no. Know, CNN. <laughs> I'm getting on TikTok. Perhaps people that I went to high school with. You know, purchasing billboard space downtown. All of that. That's very nice. Well, I have a story for you. Uh, this is a story about mystery packages. All right. Mm. And it's going to require your help. Yeah. All right. This is a story about a Virginia woman. Just imagine this. You're at home, and all of a sudden, you start receiving hundreds of Amazon packages. Yeah, that's when you have three teenage daughters. Things that you did not order. Yeah. Uh, Headlamps, glue guns, binoculars. They just start, everything just starts showing up. Cindy Smith said the boxes recently started showing up at her Prince William County home, and soon she had received a thousand headlamps. 800 glue guns and dozens of pairs of binoculars. Mm. Now, the boxes uh, had her address, but the name of Lingxing Zhang, yeah. a name that uh, Smith said she had never heard before. Now, they did figure out how this happened yeah. and what happened here. But before I tell you that story, okay, um, because it's a mystery oh. and, I, and I'm teasing. It's like Encyclopedia Brown. It's right. I'll reveal that resolution in a moment. But first, it reminds me of a story going back to our college years. Mm-hmm. And perhaps, Dave, you can help me with this. If I recall right, there were about 10 or 15 of us at a friend's apartment having a typical college party mm-hmm. when all uh. of a sudden 
a pizza nobody ordered arrived yeah, yeah, yeah. which was followed by another pizza right. and then another pizza yeah. and then another pizza and another pizza and the pizzas just kept coming and it was all you know, pepperoni and mushroom they pizza. were all pepperoni and mushroom yeah, pizzas yeah. nobody at the party would cop to right. it we all developed theories over the years yeah. of who could have done it i thought maybe an ex-girlfriend did it somebody thought a pal who had passed out in an adjoining bedroom might have uh, done it maybe an angry neighbor yeah sure it happened in 1984 or 1985 we did not resolve it figure out what happened until spring training of 2014 or 2015 i forget which year and I'll let Dave take it. Well, me. then yeah. I, I, I had cop to it. I was the yeah. person who had ordered the pizza. Yeah, uh, and I actually saved a receipt from nineteen whatever it was. Yeah, eighty four, eighty five, right. whatever. Yeah, and for whatever. Well, what do you mean for what? I I save everything from college. <laughs> I mean, I, I just lo- you know, I just go through did, that stuff. Did it all have the, a picture of you with hair? Yeah, just like oh my god, it's like yeah. here's my notebook from philosophy yeah. one hundred and seven. Yeah, shit, I have an hourly. <laughs> I have an hourly thirty six years ago, uh, and I had saved one of the pizza world receipts. Yeah, that's funny. And, and I figured that at some point I'm going to flop it out. Yeah, and I did. And you waited 30 years. Uh, 30 30 years we waited for that answer. Now, now, I don't remember, though, ordering so many. Oh, there were tons of them. I remember like four or five. But and and how did I? I, It was before cell phones. I must have went into a. You had to use somebody's phone in the the house. Yeah, I must have. Um, Anyway, so the resolution to the Amazon story. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, it turns out that there is uh, a, a reason for it. it. All boils down to money. You have uh, sellers located in China who are just picking random addresses, mm-hmm. and what they want to do is clear out old their, their old inventory. Right, right. They just want to get rid of it because it's actually cheaper to just get rid of it like that than it is to um, well, and they can, call Amazon and get it taken care of. And another thing that they do, I don't know what it's called. Uh, but there's like a technique that you send packages to random customers, like crappy stuff. Yeah. You know, and then because you sent it as a gift, uh-huh. you can leave a review then. the pers- So these companies, what they do is right. they, they, I don't know, what is it called? Brushing or something? Or, yeah, something I don't know. like that. Yeah. And so they then have the opportunity, like you said, to, to leave all these great, and then they can change the description yep. of the product. So it's a whole different thing, yet you have. 8,000 f- number five. It's all a scam, ladies and gentlemen. That's just a, that's a free little piece of information yeah. for you. Hey, we got a uh, great review from Michael Paul Smith. Oh, I love wow. Michael Paul Smith. Use his real name, I think. Yeah. These guys are here for, uh, and these guys are here for you and for everybody. You'll feel like you're in on every joke because we say the same <laughs> joke over and over again because their chemistry is warm, funny, and inclusive. Ooh, okay, that's something we've never heard before. <laughs> uh, that was on inclusive. If you're like a sixty-something-year-old man, <laughs> right, uh, who likes sort of racist <laughs> jokes, not really bad racist jokes, but you know, a smidgen of racist, semi-racist <laughs> jokes. Okay, well, that's very nice. Uh, uh, and he uh, left that on uh, Apple. So please, everybody, yeah, please rate us, review us. Mm-hmm. The more reviews we get, the higher we go in the rankings, and it's kind of hard to t- top one percent the top one percent but we'd like to do it yeah we'd like to do it and if you like minutia man be sure to check out some of the other programs on the radio misfits podcast network you can pick out your favorite new show at opishows.com and remember opi is hippo backwards o-p-p-i-h shows.com it's time for another feature 
Time now for Studio Walls. And the words of the prophets were written on the studio walls. So this is the part of the show where we reach into the archives and uh, we play you something from our past. Uh, we've already told a story from our past in the show. But we got the Pizza World guy. Yeah, right? we, got the- <laughs> we got the Pizza World guy. Uh, so this uh, is the anniversary of Fast Times at Ridgemont High. It came out exactly 31 years ago this week. And so we happen to have spoken to one of the stars of that film. Do you remember his name? Yeah, it was uh, Robert Romanos who Robert played um, Damone. He did. He played Damone. And we talked to him about uh, that role. We talked to him about how he researched it and uh, where he gets recognized. I'll play a little clip from that. It's about uh, two minutes, but it's uh, it's fun. Here we go. You're talking about, I went to Van Nuys High School once I found out I got the role. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just wanted to walk around the school and like get an idea of the fashions and just kind of look at the people. And uh, I think they must have thought I was a narc. I was walking <laughs> around taking notes, looking at everybody. So the thing that I was surprised to find out is that you were 26 years old when the movie was made, something like that? Yes, I was 26. You yeah. totally pulled off oh high God, school was- kid. That was amazing. <laughs> Well, that was the uh, that was the big uh, the big hump I had to get over in auditioning. It took me seven weeks of auditioning. Oh no shit! And finally, in the end, I I you know improvised everything, done every scene. The director took me to hair and makeup, and uh, and the big uh, glitch was the producer thought I might look a little too old, and. Uh. Uh, so, but you know, when every nobody in that movie was a teenager, right? That's a good know? point. So it uh, actually made sense and worked out for me. You know, Fast Times was what thirty-five years ago, I guess it came out, something like that. Yeah. Um, what? Yeah, I'm sure people still recognize you. Obviously, by your voice, people would recognize you. What is the strangest place that you have ever been recognized? Is there like a particular <laughs> story or place? You know, one day uh, I was floating down the Kern River up here in uh, Southern California. And uh, I had like a week's growth of beard. I had a baseball cap pulled over my eyes. <laughs> I'm floating in the middle of the river in an inner tube, just kind of cruising down the river. And somebody yells out, hey, Damone. <laughs> <laughs> And that totally, uh, to- totally took me out of my daydream. And I said, "How the hell did you?" <laughs> that's because you know where, wherever you are, you have to you have to pretend like that's the coolest place Ex- to be. Exactly, and your mustache well, was is, coming in. That's so. right. That is the place to be. That's he was a nice Damone. The, the th- by the way, it was forty-one years now. Yeah, I know. Bad uh, math. Um, the thing with him that more than and I've. We've done this with other celebrities that had these iconic roles. Their voices are all the same. It's like we were talking to Damone, right? Yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. it was uh, he was a uh, he was a real good guy. What episode do you know, do you know what episode? It was now? episode eleven. If you would oh, like wow. to uh, check it out, um, I also uh, you know you know I could do this every week. I just want to prove to you. I'm not going to do it every week, but uh, you know how I mentioned uh, if it if it took place in the '90s. I they have, wrote uh, a yeah. parody song. So this week in 1996, okay, um, Binti Wah, the uh, the gorilla at the Brookfield Zoo, saved the, the baby. baby the the ba- okay, okay, yes. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. And just to prove to you, 
that uh, <laughs> that there really a story is story, yeah. and uh, we did it. Uh, here's uh, just a little, just a little squirt of it. Binti, oh, <laughs> yes, Binti, the hero. I see yeah. you do it. Binti is a big hero. Oh, Binti was just another gorilla living at the Brookfield Zoo. A little boy fell in with the gorillas, but Binti knew what she had to do. That little boy is safe with Binti. She cradled him to her hairy chest. Now the whole world loves that Binti. Oh, Binti, why you are the best. Binti, you're a gorilla. You saved a little boy's life. Okay. <laughs> you get the gist of it. <laughs> I, I can do that every week. Uh, so if you Maybe like, you should. Yeah. All right. Uh, hey, I got another story. We got time. Okay. Yeah. Um, an Asian woman asked AI to improve her headshot and it turned her Caucasian. <laughs> that's, that's not good. <laughs> in, an interview not with, good. in an interview with an interview with insider, 24-year-old Rona Wang said she prompted the playground AI image editor to make her headshot seem more professionals, professional, and instead it lightened her skin, rounded her eyes, and basically changed her to Caucasian. Wow. After she posted the before and after shots. Of are, the, we, are we heading towards a racist joke here? No. Okay. No. Very good. No. Well. Yeah. Sometimes it just flies. Sometimes I just flop them out. I'm not 100% sure. After she posted the before and after shots of yeah. the AI generated image, people started to chime in with experience with their experiences with racial bias and uh, yeah. artificial intelligence and technology. User MacDaddy1 uh -huh. posted on Instagram that whenever he tries to take a picture of his Chinese girlfriend with his Nikon S360 digital camera, he gets an alert that the person blinked. Oh my gosh! Is that horrible? Right, and you'd think a Japanese camera would, <laughs> would figure it out, I right? Mean, yeah, good what's point. What's going on? I didn't here? even think of that. In 2019, a TikTok user posted a video from a Marriott hotel bathroom that showed that the faucet sensors, yeah, would not if someone of color could not turn on wow. the water, the water faucet, right. Um, and then finally, just this past okay, here's the racist joke. Okay, by the yeah. way, there is a racist joke <laughs> I in knew here. There was uh, one coming. Um, Finally, this past year, a software program called Equipic. Uh-huh. Okay, and what is this? is a really cool software program. Yeah. Well, you do it. You know, you're part of the park districts, right? And you have to pick sure. teams, right? Yeah, yeah. And you want them all to be equitable teams, sure. right? right? So th this program, you feed in the pictures of all the kids. Right. And they are supposed to, you know, equitably disperse. Problem is, all the Jewish kids are always at the end. Always <laughs> picked last. You know, and I don't, I don't think that's true. But that's the right, so... Okay. There you go. I have a story for you. This is uh, uh this takes place in Michigan. And instead of just telling you the story, I'll just going to give you a one-line explanation. A Michigan family made a surprising discovery in their sealed package of spinach, a live frog. Wait. Yes. Listen, here we go. My daughter was screaming. She was like, "Oh my god, it's a it's a frog." And I was like, "Oh what?" She was like a frog. Camouflaged in her sealed package of spinach, a frog. It was alive. 
and moving. Amber Warwick from Southfield doesn't want to forever be known as the frog lady, so she's keeping her face out of this. Just thank God I didn't eat the frog. This week, she was shopping at Meyer off Telegraph at 12 Mile, picking up a package of Earthbound Farms organic spinach. I didn't see anything. It didn't yeah. feel heavy or anything. I didn't feel anything wiggling. When she got it home, her daughter spotted it. Turns out it's a Pacific tree frog native to California. Amber immediately went back to Meyer. And it was live, by the way. Well, it was, in a, it was in a live frog inside. And it's the kind of spinach packages that you probably buy. Is it like the boxy ones? Yeah. Or, well, how yeah. does he breathe then? It must have been so fresh yeah, must that he had, must have had There's like air, air in there or yeah. something. But uh, so this is a frog that came from California and the people at Meyer released it into the woods. Yeah. Which. Sure they did. But it, but it might, you know. It, you never know when you introduce a, a species that is not from the area. Well, Jurassic know. Park. I saw Jurassic yes, Park. Exactly. Right? Uh, exactly. But the thing that they didn't show on this video, which really bums me out, mm -hmm. is that uh, the frog speaks. Oh, does he? Yes. Does he do a Kermit of Frog? Does he well, sound like I guess Kermit when they opened it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't wait to hear this. <laughs> I mean. Oh, my God. I managed to get a copy of the tape. Oh, of what the frog the said. effort you put into the show is just uh, well I, you know i had to drive up to michigan and <laughs> okay. everything but here's the tape you ready okay, yeah <laughs> I can't even do it. Right, here it is <clears throat> kermit the frog here thank you thank Good, you well say, say hey, like, kermit the frog here well, say let me out of the spinach let me out of the spinach <laughs> i'm in the spinach <laughs> All right, sorry. Uh, you know that was a long wind up for that. That was right. <laughs> yeah, but, you, you know, I think that was. This is an all dad joke show yeah. today. All yeah. dad jokes. Uh, so my apologies to everybody out there. Uh, it's time for another feature. A random name pulled out of Rick's bowl of brushes with celebrities. Mixture. Collection. Selection. Assemblage. Medley. Assortment. Variety. Time now for Celebrity Potpourri with Rick and Dave. You know, could have said. It is me, Grover. <laughs> but it, it didn't. Can it's you do Kermit the Frog? Can you do the, well? You're, I would imagine you and hey, I. Hey, buddy, Bert. <laughs> oh, oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> well, I bet you and I could do the Grumpy Old Men. Those, oh yeah, those yeah. two Muppet guys. Oh, very easily. I'm sure, yeah, very easily. Every day. All right. So uh, this is the part of the show where people uh, send in their their letters and, and emails to us, and it's going to be hard. Today it's, we're going to need it because <laughs> it's it's going to be hard to top last week's oh yes yeah that's true but all right well this is from sandy uh a a woman mm -hmm. in 1989 this is a story that goes back away it's a pretty long email but it's worth it in 1989 i lived in highland park michigan and there was a big announcement in the local paper that sears was going to have a 20 percent off sale mm. My dad was always looking for a bargain. It was craftsman tools, And mom right? wasn't home, so he brought me along in the car. I was 11 years old. Okay. When we got to the store, the parking lot was full. Yeah. I said, Dad, let's come back tomorrow. He said, the sale is today. I need a new router. Yeah. Does money grow on trees? <laughs> so he kept circling the parking lot, waiting yeah. for an open space. We circled for 15 minutes, and I'm pretty sure I was whining the whole time. Finally, a space opened up, and Dad sprinted into the store. Yeah. I struggled to keep up, but instead of heading towards the tools, he went to the women's clothing section. Oh, There was a long line there, and Dad went to the end of the line. I said, what are we doing here? 
Dad said he wanted to pick up something for Mom. Sure. When we got near the front of the line, I could see why he was there and why there was a long line. It was the model Cheryl Teagues promoting her new clothing line. She was tall and beautiful. We never made it to the front of the line, though. They shut it down about 10 people ahead of us. When they told us that, Dad grabbed my hand and took me back to the car. I said, what about your router? (laughs) He didn't answer. What about the thing you wanted to buy for mom? I asked. He didn't answer. I don't know this for sure, but I have a feeling dad didn't go to Sears for the 20% discount that day. (laughs) That that was very good. That's a good story. That's a very, very good one. Uh, Uh, So uh, thank you very much, Sandy, for that. And if you want to send us your uh, emails, uh, please do, because uh, we've got a nice collection Mm -hmm. of them and and people seem to like hearing them. So. We're looking for brushes with celebrity stories. You can email them to mm-hmm. me or to Dave. Um, for some reason, people just <laughs> email them to me. Yeah. Uh, so we have a, another show, Dave. Tell people about our other show. It's well, been it's, off for a while. It, it has been, but we have now, what, three in the can, I think, that yeah. are... Um, it's uh, Minutia Men Celebrity Interview, and yep. we interview celebrities, yes. as you know. Yeah. And in fact, the Rob Roman is... As an example. As an example. Yeah. Well, this past week, which um, we interviewed Jim Peterick and Larry Mellis. Yes. And from we, the Ides of March. From the Ides of March. And uh, Jim Peterick is going to be at the uh, City Winery yep. coming up in... Uh, Sometime this August, week, yeah. Yeah, August I think it's the 17th. 17th, yep. uh, 17th. And we had him on. And this is the third time we've had... Third time we had him on. First time we had Larry on. Uh, but and, st- and there's a story about oh. uh, him passing out on stage, right. which and happened a few weeks ago. It's really creepy. It's really creepy. Well, it's, it's cool creepy. Yeah. Um, so, you want to tune in yeah. for that. That's uh, going to be a Minutia Men celebrity interview. Uh, we need to thank some people. We have to thank our executive producer, Tony Lasana with opishows.com. Opi is hippo backwards, O-P-P-I-H shows.com. I'd like to thank Kermit. For appearing on the show today. We're going to get sued. Yeah. Uh, we're distributed by Ed Silla with Radio Misfits. Great Talk Radio isn't dead. It just moved to a better place. Let's, RadioMisfits.com. Let's thank Rob Romanos. Let's thank Rob Romanos. Damone and, from Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Grover. And Grover. And we'll be back again next week with another episode of... Manushman. The preceding was a presentation of Opie Productions. Find our other great shows wherever you find podcasts, including opishows.com. Thank you. This has been a presentation of Opie Productions. Tony, can you shut up?